Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Joe Branton. Yes. Do you want to save the world? <laughs> Always. And do you want to save the world of electric guitars? Absolutely. Well, guess what? The world of electric guitars is in trouble, according to the Washington Post. This, this week, they published the article, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, The slow, Secret Slow Death of the Electric Six-String. Holy cow. Indeed. Do you want to save the world with me? Of course. Well, you can do. Patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, where this week we talk about how to save the electric guitar market and what we as guitar nerds can do about it. If you want to join us on this mission, Patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, where from as little as $1 a month, you can support the Guitar Nerds podcast. $5 a month gets you access to the extra half an hour of Guitar Nerds content every week, plus access to the interviews that Matt does with pedal builders from around the world and the Joe Branton Ranton, the mini-series where Joe talks about things that he... Wait, is it loves or hates? Hates. Oh, yeah, exactly. Things that he hates. $10 a month gets your name read out on the extra special end of the Guitar Nerds podcast like the absolute superstar you are. Joe Branton, do you want to save the world? Yes! Patreon.com forward slash Guitar Nerds. And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joined this evening by Jay, breathes into his microphone loudly, Cross. No, I don't. And <laughs> everyone's favourite internet clown, Joe Branton. Hola, amigos. God, that was so loud. That wasn't loud. I'm glad I'm not wearing headphones today. Sorry if I've broken your headphones. Um, Joe Branton, back after an absolute... What, four weeks? Three weeks. Three. Four I see, it seems like longer. Although no, it I seems like no time yeah, at all. Exactly. I could have been here literally every week. It if, doesn't. It if doesn't you seem stuck to the long uh, sort of normal rotor of time. Well, some of we... us aren't uh, limited by our uh, timetable. Some of us are a bit flexible. Well. Not me. Inflexible, that's how I'd describe you. And thanks for uh, joining us again this week. It's uh, it's always good to have you on board for another exciting Guitar Nerds podcast. But we're still not full capacity. Still not full. Matt is out this week. Matt is uh, on holiday somewhere. I didn't realise he was on holiday, but I called him earlier and he was like, I have just got off a plane in Italy. Oh, right. And so I guess... Why did you call him? Uh, Because there have been some new boss releases and someone was asking me about whether or not you could um, assign reverb to the expression pedal on a particular unit that we're going to talk about later and I was trying to find out. What was the answer? Yes, you can, which has made me really excited about the product we're going to talk about. Good, well we'll get around to that shortly. Joe Branton, do you want to talk about your absence for the last three weeks? You've been out um, doing, I guess you've been recording stuff. (laughs) Yes, I have. I spent two weeks in a recording studio recording um, a prog odyssey. God. Oh, yeah. A double album. It came in at 83 minutes. That's ridiculous. But that's before we've added um, all the hydrophone and um, binaural. I don't even know uh, what a hydrophone is. Field recordings. A hydrophone is like an underwater microphone. So right, makes but sense. It's like a microphone that you can have like water shifting in. So uh, it's. Are you going to do that thing where you um, 
are under the water and someone else is also under the water and you like sing a song is it gonna be like yeah i mean it's it's not like that no. oh okay <laughs> okay but yeah we did uh, we, we're doing some hydrophone stuff which is pretty cool and um and yeah and we, we've still got to do all these binaural things i've like uh i've bought a recording of someone walking towards the blue mosque in marrakesh uh during the call to prayer so that you've got that that wonderful like chant that that they do the the call to prayer at the blue mosque which is amplified throughout the Okay. The entire town. What do you mean you've bought it? Uh, I, so someone was uh, someone uh, a, a blog that I subscribe to. They do like uh, binaural cord recordings all around the world. Oh right, okay. And binaural. Are we all au fait with binaural with the concept of binaural. Um, so I mean, I think we probably are working in the field that we work in. Oh, but I mean, you might. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you explain it? Uh, so it's um, it's essentially a set of microphones that are the correct. You could probably explain it better than me, actually, which are kind of the correct distance apart for uh, to represent human ears. That's to correct. Side of your head. So, so it's the um, the most the most obvious time that people have seen is when they see a binaural head which is a basically a mannequin's head that has been fitted with microphones it's kind of inside the ears um to yeah replicate that experience basically yeah, yeah. um there are when people are using them in professional capacity you don't normally have the head because yeah. it's quite weird <laughs> to go probably walking towards the blue mosque with, a, <laughs> with some a sort of weird head mannequin a head like yeah, Al Snow. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> what does everybody want um so uh yeah so you bought that for yeah, your record so this guy yeah this guy goes around and gets recordings in loads of interesting places and our album because this is a prog odyssey and it's very very pretentious it's uh it's uh it's to do with um, the uh, the the houses of wisdom, which were uh, something that appeared in Baghdad in sort of the the twelfth century. Well, the twelfth century is the last century that they were there, and it was uh, these houses of wisdom were places where there were loads of um, mathematics, history, language, all different religions, all sort of like giant libraries. And when Genghis Khan and and the Mongolians invaded, they destroyed the houses of wisdom, and they they took all the manuscripts and put them in the river tigris and uh there, there was so much so much so many manuscripts lost so many things destroyed that uh the river ran black with ink is the uh is the sort of story behind it and i thought it was such a cool story that we did an album on it so classic pop music about cars and girls of course then. yeah exactly Just, yeah <laughs> always the usual yeah pretty pretty lightweight stuff really good but, yeah so it was great we uh well, was, we were a three-piece sort of guitar bass and drums we added uh, we hired in a Mellotron again, so we had Mellotron. We had quite a lot of organ. How much did it cost to hire a Mellotron? Uh, it was like two hundred quid for the day, so okay. um, which I think was quite mates ratesy. Okay, uh, so who do you know that owns a Mellotron? Uh, our drummer works for a, an equipment hire. Company, oh right, okay. So. Um, but yeah, so uh, we we had some of that Mellotron organ. Um, we had a lot of additional percussion. We had like a little separate percussion set made up, and we got a sax player in for the bulk of the uh, record as well. Of course, so it is it it was full full of prog. But more importantly, and I guess to the point of tying in this podcast to that, we did do a shed ton of thing, cool things with guitars and with bass as well. I have a question. We'll dive into it first uh, we'll dive into it in a minute um how are you going to recreate this live um we just are... play the old stuff <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know I, well we said for we for the the release tour in november we are going to tour with a sax player an organ player and a second drum <laughs> a second drummer well a percussionist you know right okay uh, not 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 a full kit so yeah we've will... really gone full phil collins haven't you full phil collins yeah yeah, this is absolutely super, super Phil Collins. It's sort of that that setup of having like a sax player and like someone doing percussion as well as your drummer and a keyboard player is actually less Phil Collins and a little bit more Huey Lewis in the news, right, which is great. where I'd like to see your music go right, in the future. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, we like to think of ourselves as the prog Kenny G. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Isn't uh, Kenny G the prog Kenny G? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Prog... Yeah. Huey Lewis yeah, I think fine. that's where you're going that, that would do I think you're moving back to uh, the binaural side of things uh -huh. I think you're sort of 
getting into it at the right time because I've been uh, I've been reading that like the BBC are doing quite a lot of investigating into it to because they know that so many people nowadays are watching like their shows and stuff or with headphones. Right. They're trying to make it a bit more of a I think a bit more of a headphony experience. Oh, that's so, so cool. There that's, was actually yeah. there was an episode of Doctor Who in this season from about a month ago that was filmed completely with uh that was I don't think it was filmed by and really. I think they did it in post. Right. Um but the episode is all about is set in like a haunted house and there's there's lots of knocking on on uh on wooden walls and ceilings and stuff. Which of course you won't notice if you're just if, watching through completely. It yeah, I watched it, it on the to your absolutely not. But I read about it afterwards, and I'd really like to go back and rewatch oh, it. But it's um, it's something that apparently they're really looking into. But at the moment, it's just not. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense for them to put a huge amount of effort because it costs so much more money. Of course, yeah. To to render everything into it later, but I think it will be the way. You know, because the technology is there now. Absolutely. Um, and it doesn't cost, I guess, on your level, on th- this level. Well, you know, I paid £20 for that. Well, completely, you know, but it's um, it's the sort of thing that where that tech is becoming a bit more uh, available. Yeah. And I, I can fully see it becoming the norm. I Yeah, I, I thought it, it was actually loads of fun because I was just doing a little bit of research. You know, I just wanted some some like field recordings some sort of found sound in a couple of places so i thought i'd check out a couple of i was led to this website called like uh, free sound or something like that, mm. that that i was suggested and yeah it's very uh, good yeah it's absolutely brilliant and i i didn't even know anything about binaural i learned about it through that site and sort of reading stuff on it and then i got really into the the concept and there's there's tons of really interesting stuff i think i spent just hours listening to random samples of like marketplaces and and you know just just different different things like that it's cool it's totally cool i'm into it should we um talk about some guitar stuff because <coughs> yeah as you know as cool as it is to talk about binaural heads and stuff like that <laughs> it's probably not what people have tuned in for. yeah yeah let's talk about some guitar stuff so go on then what did uh, what was being used on the record uh so we did something different for bass this time something quite guitar-y for bass this time did you use a guitar i used a guitar amp I okay. used an AC15. Nice. Uh, so all, all of my stuff was recorded through my Ashdown ABM600 into a 15-inch cab, and that was mic'd up as usual with a handful of various mics. And then we did all of... We reamped any big big bits um, going through a um, Earthquaker Devices terminal fuzz into a... Um, into a Vox AC15, actually originally a Fender Champ, um, but like halfway through a reamp, you blew up. The noise you? stopped coming, and and it was we had the amp set up in like a booth behind us, and I was like, ah, oh, maybe this terminal's the the electroharmonic, uh, sorry, the earthquake device's pedal had broken. I was like, oh, it just sort of cut out. It's not coming through the monitors, and we were like, maybe the pedal's gone, and then sort of looked at the the booth with you know like a, a french door start sliding door thing going across it and we could just see smoke <laughs> filled up inside that the the thing had caught fire so there is a level control on the terminal and it does tell you that uh, th- uh nine o'clock is um unity okay so, and i think i had it like cranked <laughs> <laughs> whose so, amp did you blow up basically uh, where well, was the studios right so yeah that was fine so moved to an ac15 and it was great blew that up as well well no he actually dealt with it dealt with it but it was really good to kind of put back in those like high mid frequencies um that you know just uh that you, you're missing a lot in especially in like driven bass it was uh yeah, really good. I had a really good time. And guitar-wise, we used um, whilst the guitarist in my b- band plays Rocker Orange, uh, Orange Rocker Thirties. Yeah, normally um, they're just too um, trebly, like too really. Yeah, like there's too much. They're just not. They don't sound great on record. Where his one doesn't anyway. Okay, um, his one has had has been completely rebuilt from scratch, so it's not really an orange. Yeah, on yeah. the inside so I'm sure the Rocket 30s are great it, it still does sound good for recording but he recorded through a, a few things uh, Drive was dealt with by a Cornford Roadhouse 30 yep. which I you've have you've used that that's what you used, used that last time, time isn't it yeah absolutely like it's it belongs to the studio that we yeah. rehearsed oh, okay. it's so good I've been looking around for one since because it's like it's the second or third album we've done with that amp now and it's just like we just need to buy this they're so good and they were so affordable but they're discontinued now the Cornford series they were still UK made but yeah. they were like a, like a budget range by Cornford 
They're mm. a great brand that are just not shouted about enough. Yeah, I don't know how budget they were though. I think all the Cornford stuff was six nine nine. That's okay. pretty budget for Cornford. Yeah, for what you get, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so uh, drive through that super drive through a um, a high watt high gain fifty. Yeah, that'll do um, it. Yeah, that absolute killer. And I've been looking around for those as well, and I saw some going for like three fifty, four hundred quid. Really? And they're the UK made ones. The, yeah, yeah. The high gains. So yeah, and all no, are they? Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought. Yeah. You sure about that? Mm, you might pretty wanna, sure. Might want to check that. I'm not that. Pretty I'm not sure, sure that's true. I'm pretty sure everything was UK made except for the solid state range that they had. Oh, made. maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't but, know. Um, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, super drive for that, and all the cleans through a jazz chorus, an old '70s one that was there. So uh, Matt Knight popped in. Of course uh, he did. Halfway through. To the uh, jazz chorus, a bat signal went up. Yeah. <laughs> JC symbol, and he, and he was like, "I have to get there." He was telling us that there was something about the chorus circuit that's different and a million times better in the old yeah, seventies ones. Changed oh, probably, yeah, I doubt he'd say that on yeah. here. Yeah, now, now he's like, "Yeah, new ones better, mate. Just get the new one." Yeah, now he has talked about that on the podcast before. Really? How they've they've made changes <coughs> to how that works. It, it just sounded great, and and actually, Tim, our guitarist, has come out of that being like, "I think I need a." Jazz chorus. Yes. I think Tim's going to move to a three amp setup five so that he's got clean drive and octave. Just making your tour actually impossible. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You've doubled the amount of band members and uh, you've got <laughs> and a third gear. extra guitar amps. Yeah, exactly. But um, but yeah, it was good. Like uh, uh, like effects wise, we were it was relatively light on the ground. My uh, Boss VB2W um, broke. Okay. Yeah. It's this in, is not a great in, effort for in boss. Japan. No, soon as soon as Matt goes away. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is great. It's like the cornerstone of my whole sound. So I had to finish the record on the vibrato simulator or emulator on the Line 6M9. Okay. Was, which is actually really so, good. Probably so, sounds real good. So basically what we've always suggested, which is have an M5 there yeah. ready yeah. to go. Yeah came through for you yeah absolutely did absolutely yeah. did that was really good and we ended up using the ring mod off of the m9 as well for some weird stuff it was pretty cool um but yeah sort of relatively light i tell you what is on every single song for guitar the um electric death pedals comedian oh yeah the cock oh, yeah the cock everything, everything really did yeah. you just move, it makes everything so brittle. did you move it at all or is it the same uh, is no, the wire in the same position different different frequencies so right, okay. our, our producer who's like a, a full like prog producer he was like I want to save time because it's a double album I want to save time because last time we did tracks that had like 200 guitars on them <laughs> and he was like I want to save time but instead of doing that what we're going to do is I'm I'm going to get a parametric EQ and I'm going to reamp your guitar boosting individual signals just so that I can create sort of it, it make it fuller via that and as soon as we cracked out the comedian he was like oh that's that's That'll the, do the job so we've just got the comedian layered guitars but reamped on the comedian in loads of different right oh that's cool that's really interesting because you could recreate that live let's say you had a two amp setup you could just a b and then have one of them going out to the comedian yeah and just eq that differently to how you have your um your regular sound yeah yeah um that's yeah that that's pedal is absolutely actually. brilliant yeah, unfortunately yeah. that pedal also broke um <laughs> is there anything that you used that you didn't break no but i did order a new one from electric def during the he, he said unfortunately he has to order the part the the circuit from the states so, right okay um so I've, I've got to wait for it but we sort of managed we took it apart and like fiddled with it and managed to get it to sort of work again if we held it in a certain way so that was uh, that we got through the record I think you need good. to get to the point where um, you you know you talk about that pedal enough that you get your own signature model I mean the, it's already named the, after the, the bow medium yes the I bow medium <laughs> yes um, I also we used your favourite pedal a lot yeah <clears throat> the uh, RE20 the RE20 mm-hmm. uh, okay. there is a go on, go on there is a there is a video on the on the polymath facebook of us recording a cowbell solo through an re20 <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's great but it's brilliant because i'm like i'm manipulating the re20 and our drummer's hitting the cowbell into a mic in the other room and uh, i i managed to like sort of sample it in build it up and then like drop like just as the track the drops, oscillations I'm and like, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah getting the oh it was that was great and we also used the re20 loads on the sax so we had our producer manipulating the re20 whilst the sax guy was going on we had like a 
we had the dm the boss dm2w there we had um a carbon copy we had the uh source audio nemesis delay and we pretty much ended up using the re20 on everything it's the best sounding it really is really good oh, i'm not so sure about that it's amazing i love it i we, really do I, I mean obviously i do i talk about it enough yeah yeah but um one thing that we haven't talked about uh did the stonefield get yeah. used on all the tracks Every single one, yeah. With no, nothing else, no With other bases. Else. No other bases. I brought a couple of other things down, and yeah, I just used the Stonefield across the board. It sounded really good. What was cool is, you know, it's got that, it's got those 12 mid shifts that you can do. Of course. But you know, it's also, it's all cut because it's passive, but I can cut the bass, yeah, which yeah. is unusual. Perfect for like when we were doing some double up bits, because of course I was kind of like, I, and I think I said I was like, oh well, I'm gonna get I'll get Stonefield to make me a custom one as well, like when I've f- finished paying for this one. But they will, um, I get rid of like the whole circuit, yeah, and just have it like a simple sort of just volume. Cause just I don't a, use a, a P bass, basically. Don't use any tone, so it's fine. But in recording, I did. I was like cutting all the bass and running it through a fuzz like bassless. And you're turning into one of those guys who's got yeah, I've got. Got two custom bases, one for the stewed and one for the old road, baby. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe you're going to be that guy, possibly. But, but yeah, the uh, the Stonefield was absolutely excellent. I had best time recording with it. And for guitar, Telly's uh, Hagstrom, no, um, mostly a Hagstrom uh, split between the Hagstrom Swede and Tim's SG Junior. So he has uh, he has twelves on the Hagstrom and thirteens on the SG Junior. So he uses the S, but the action on the SG is massive. So, I bet. So he uses he uses the SG for like big bits and would use the Hagstrom for intricate stuff. Interesting, interesting. Um, one of the things that happened this week is uh, Pedal of the Week was firmly back on the Guitar Nerds YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, I finally got around to actually editing it. You did, finally, after a lot of poking. Oh my God, I was trying to edit whilst I was in the studio, but I was mostly very, very drunk. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm glad you didn't. You actually took your time, because I can't imagine what the edit would have been like after you've had bad. eight hours of studio time and 12 pints. Eight hours, Okay, fine, fine. 12 hours of studio time and 20 pints. Yeah. Um, the dry bell effects. Um, you'd have to remind me what the pedal's uh, called. It's called the Vibe Machine. Vibe Machine. Oh, my God, what an absolutely yeah. fantastic pedal. Yes, it sounds so good. Um, for those who don't know, it's a... I guess it's a kind of... It's a vibrato pedal. Well, no, well it's a vibe pedal. Yeah, and I think vibe sure. is different from sure. vibrato. It's got... It's got vibrato and chorus on there, but in the way that us, the way that we would all think of vibrato and chorus in a modern sense, you know, if you're looking for a chorus pedal, it this is not a chorus pedal. Yeah, it's a vibe pedal. It's like the Univibe. It's, yeah, it's and it, and it claims to be the world's smallest Univibe pedal because of course Univibes are traditionally quite Shout. large. Yeah. yeah, but great. Two very easy to use rotaries that have maximum like impact on the sort of tonal range, and then six trim pots around the side where you can where you can switch up everything from like the internal gain to uh the the actual range that the effect uh goes from and to so i thought it was absolutely brilliant i wouldn't even change anything on it i just thought it was perfect and you can buy the little a, a little additional you can switch which allows you to to access presets on it yeah well it's like jump between two speeds isn't yeah. it basically like you would find on a normal Leslie simulator pedal yeah. um, I was impressed just how kind of it had so much depth to the sound which I think is because it's not a cheap pedal is it what £299 yeah, it's, it's, it's a chunk maybe of money, more yeah. than that yeah. um Maybe it's three nine nine. I think it's two nine nine. Yeah, maybe it's two nine nine. I can't remember. But um <coughs> do look it up on the dry bell site. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Um it's not a cheap pedal, but it sounds so much richer than most kind of vibe and Leslie style pedals. Yeah. Two yeah. you're saying two nine nine? Uh no oh no no, I was just I was agreeing with you. Oh then. sorry. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, you've got to spend serious money, I think, to to get something that sounds that good. Uh, I don't know if you remember the Hughes and Kettner uh, rotary simulator they oh, did. Yeah. Again, that was like over 300 quid, I think. Um, <clears throat> okay, it is actually, in euros, it is £345. Okay. Yeah, I thought it so, was yeah. over over 300 quid. So, yeah, so do check it out. Um, Pedal of the Week over on the Guitar Nerds uh, yeah. YouTube. To, um, Brilliant pedal. Really came into its own when we paired it with the uh, Pelotor 
Yes. Noise works. Yes. Noise? Yeah, pedal. And on one of the comments on the video actually was, oh, it's good to hear someone demo a vibe pedal with clean and some fuzz because normally it's oh here's the here's the pedal and they just play it clean and you've got yeah. no idea like how how it reacts well yeah and also like how much definition you'll lose by running <coughs> fuzz in the front end yeah and obviously you know that we love the Pelotor and we love that fuzz and hearing it with I love that fuzz uh, yeah it's the best did you see that Juan Audre actually did some st- almost exactly the same thing this week as well oh really he, he has one as well the, the okay. Pelotor fuzz and he uploaded a video of him playing the, Pel- uh, the Pelotor fuzz going into the Boss VB Oh really? CW, okay, which, and, yeah. and getting like a really similar sort of range okay, of sounds to cool. what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, yeah, the Pelotor is is something else. But yeah, I think that was the that was the cool thing. It was um that it kind of held with that definition. Didn't lose any bass end and stuff when you put the fuzz in front of it. Yeah, it was um, it was super nice. Um, yes. Other things that are super nice are mm. the brand new products that are released in new. Daughters. Good, good to have you back. It's been uh, it's been a struggle, hasn't it, to do the news? Did anyone attempt the? Uh, oh, Jay's been doing it every week. Go on, Jay. No, no, I don't like doing it because oh, okay. it's not something that, and I don't like that I keep getting put on the spot to do it. Uh, Come on, because, one more time. No, absolutely one not. Last time. It's not something that I'm good at because listen to how high my voice is at the best of times. Yes. You, you could probably get quite no, low. No, absolutely not. And you wouldn't have listened because I know you wouldn't have listened. Rough. But actually, I put Mark. I made. Uh, I called Mark's bluff and made him. Give it a go last week. Really? I've got and it sounded, and it sounded even worse than my wow. time. So. No. Rubbish. It's okay. You Rubbish. need to get more projection in there. Nudes. Nudes. Oh, that was better. That was better. Nudes. Nudes. You, look like, you look like the Phantom of the Opera. Come on. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> this is great radio. What I yeah. like it. What I'm going to do is um, on, when Pressure. next Pressure. week when, we, when I listen when I listen back to this, I'm going to uh, <laughs> even the seagulls are having a go. I'm going to I'm going to listen to you do that and then speed it up and see if it just sounds like normal. News. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so loads of stuff to talk about in the oh news this goodness, week. So first, much stuff. first up, a, a big uh, new product launch. Um, seemingly out of nowhere from our good friends over at Boss um, four new products the four G- new products GT1B base processor the RV500 reverb the MD500 modulation and the Katana mini guitar amp Joe Branton See. give us the low down the fun down Absolutely. the pun well, down the run down if you're on our uh, Facebook group then I'm sure you will have had plenty of conversation about this already because there were a number of threads going uh, about this um but yeah what what absolutely brilliant product so i was really excited about the gt1b i have to say i was i was considerably uh, annoyed uh with matt knight for a not telling not telling us not telling us about that this is not even cheekily people think under the radar people think that we get like the inside track on this stuff he's so closely guarded about we didn't we didn't know we didn't know about any of this stuff and And we've been we have been sort of prying it we we sort of do pry every now and again and we're saying like okay come on you do we've we've seen the dd500 surely there's an rv coming and probably modulation um, a modulation one and and he's just well, yeah. yeah we didn't know about any of this. No, yeah. exactly. Um, so one, I was annoyed he didn't tell me. Two, I was annoyed that he didn't get me to do the video. <laughs> <laughs> and three, I was annoyed at how absolutely pony the music is in the video advert. Oh for come it. on, oh, who is it? Pony. I don't know. It's just a bass player playing with a drummer, but it's like the drums are electronic and they're the worst sounding like Lin drum electronic sound I've ever heard but in the video the guy's on a on a, on a just hammering acoustic it. kit sort of thing okay <laughs> it's just stupid it's rubbish anyway um, the GT1B is absolutely brilliant and, and I did kind of accidentally actually get a heads up on the MD500 oh, oh yeah did you now? oh yeah uh, did you know? oh yeah so uh, first off it, it Two things happened. That's one embargo that you've actually managed to keep. Oh, I did keep. Well, I wasn't on the podcast. That's true. But one was when I went to do the Bo Banton video. Yeah. Um, and we were plugging in the whole board. They had the uh, the delay one. What's it called? What do they call it? DD five hundred. DD five hundred. Yeah. Um, they had the DD five hundred, and they were turning everything on. And I was looking at the screen, and I was like, vibrato. 
and they had a DD500 that they'd loaded up with the MD500's software. Oh, right, so okay. It was in, so I guess it was like a super prototype. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had on the board, so that was pretty weird. Yeah, yeah. That was quite cool. Yeah, so I, I then pried about that, but then because I pried, that's why Matt had come down to the studio that day. He came to give me and Tim uh, the 500 so that we could put them on the polymath record ah so you did know about this long before any of us ah, exactly, so yeah. the gt1b yes anyway um, do you want to give yeah. us a quick uh, rundown of so what the gt1b is um is obviously the base version of the gt1 but it, it kind of um i think it's important to reiterate that I guess the GT1's become pretty standard or maybe I didn't care about the GT1 so I didn't really read about it much I can't believe how good it is yeah like how versatile it is like even it, this is the pedal I was talking about at the start that was finding out if you could assign you can assign anything to the expression pedal oh wow yeah well, that's that's amazing that's that makes it the most versatile pedal ever if you can assign anything to the expression that it, it is good and they're not a huge amount of money are they from what I can remember no exactly like sub 200 quid yeah. I, I don't have a price in front of me I but. think it's you know it's good basic multi effects you know they're few and far between um, and it tends to be that with companies like Boss they get updated so rarely you yeah. know I think you probably skipped uh, there's probably not going to be an MS3B um, no. what you know, the, the MS3 is has got bass on it. Yeah, yeah, sure, but it's not like a dedicated bass no. multi-effects. Um, and they haven't done another one for a while, have they? Probably Was there an ME80B or was it no, ME70B? No, they never did that. No, the last bass one was the 50. Was there not a 70B? No. 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 There was no. Only, really? The last one was the 50, okay, which so, I have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so this is probably, it's, you know, it's a welcome uh, update to the Boss Ranger. Exactly. So, so the GT... The GT range, as, as I guess listeners, you'll know if you know about the GT1, it's it's a step away from where... Well, it's part of the GT range, not the ME range yeah. for a start, which basically means rather than having rotary controls to, uh, to deal with all the different effects, you are dealing with a digital screen and flicking through controls. But one thing Boss have got very, very good at is making... Though making a very small and simple screen very intuitive yes. and making the ability to hop around effects easy. So whilst whilst you know no effect pedal like this will ever be plug and play, um, I think this is a perfect tool for new players and for people sort of who are who are using it at home. I think it's very affordable. Boss have made it affordable by making it plastic by cutting corners on yep. that side of things. You know, they're, they're plastic switches. Also worth mentioning small. something that they're uh, kind of. Uh, or something that they were going on about a lot when the GT1 came out is that it will fit into the front pocket of a gig bag. Right. Yeah. Um, so if you you know if you're doing gigs on the move and you need multi effects, um, and it's got line outs and stuff on there as well. So if yeah. you were just you know going to plug it straight into a PA or something, yeah, put that in your gig bag, job done. And because all the effects are digital, so they're essentially the same things that you're getting on the 450 or 399 pound ms3 yep uh that makes this a you know really good value for money it's certainly ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
if I was still working in a guitar shop, I think the both the GT1 and the GT1B have blown ev- all the competition out of the water. I don't know why you'd go for anything else. Now. Yeah, yeah. This, this has everything on it. There's been a lot of competition at that price point, hasn't there, with the Zoom stuff um, yeah. and Digitech, I think, did some nice bass yeah. multi I mean, I have to say, I am, I'm still, you know, saying GT1 and GT1B at the moment. That's because... It, the Moore red truck hasn't quite hit the, the shots red yet. red truck? No, we spoke about this a while ago. Did yeah? we talk about the red truck? I remember the name. I can't remember what it is. Oh, my. Bass multi-effects. No, mate. Well, guitar, but, you know, I'm sure. Yeah, I yeah. It. It's, yeah, it's a rotary-controlled multi-effects unit that looks kind of like a truck. <laughs> like the head of a truck and the that body of a truck. ridiculous. With loads of little foot switches on it, maybe five or six like foot pedals on it including a tuner I think the tuner is the head of the truck I think the tuner window <laughs> is the window in the truck maybe we haven't talked about this no we I definitely don't, have I, yeah, I don't think we've talked have. about this Mate, I remember the name I am so excited about this so you know the the tiny control knobs that they put they always have one large control and then yeah. two little ones on yeah, their yeah, single yeah. foot switches so this is all of the switches are those little ones but there are loads of them and then about five or six foot switches so this thing is going to be like you know your forearm in length sort of thing and, and pretty skinny but it's loaded up with it's loaded loaded up with like modulations delays drives a preamp um and and a tuner like this is everything anyone's ever going to need made by more we know more make great stuff will it sound as good as the gt1b though i may, I, I, I mean it, it'll be half the price i mean yeah, and, and yeah. it will be made of metal well so, is it made of metal well yeah well sure Sure. And it's a truck. Like, no, it's a truck. It's a truck. Yeah. Trucks, trucks are made of metal. Trucks are made of metal. Name one. Name one plastic truck. Yeah, idiot. Uh, Derek. Yeah, Derek trucks made out of plastic. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, that that is exciting. Oh, I've just kind of stolen. You have. You've boss's could, thunder there. You, well, yeah, you have. But um, what we should say is that some thunder that boss have stolen is oh in, the, uh, in the the high end multi reverb and multi modulation cells. So, I have to say, being on all the sales forums, how many Strymons have you seen like going up for sale oh, in the last straight away? You see Moog is selling his. Yeah, yeah. S- straight away. And is it, I, I tell you what, it really is. This feels uh, this feels like a place that we've been building up to over the last few years. I think with the. Um, you know, starting with the Boss Wazacraft pedals, and you know, all of a sudden, people who maybe wouldn't have looked at Boss five years ago start saying, "Okay, this is quite cool." Yeah. And now to see that loads of Strymon pedals are starting to disappear yeah. from people's port, and you know, pedal boards of doom, one of the worst places on the internet in terms <laughs> of you know, um, just how you can't you can't slip before a hundred people just attack you yeah 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 um, everyone saying oh amazing can't yeah, wait this, think, these look fantastic I just think it's so strange how things have turned around well it's down to there's a few things at play I think firstly the reception of the DD500 has been fantastic yes and that's why these are eagerly anticipated but secondly Boss are finally paying attention to what else is in the market you know, uh, completely you've only got yeah. to go back what seven or eight years and you look at the lineup and it's like oh the feedback are distort feedback well are... not even that but like the Dyna Drive yeah, yeah, and yeah. the Metal Core um, when they've not looked at other pedals they've just kind of gone yeah we've got this new bit of tech that can do this uh, in the case of the Dyna Drive let's put it in a pedal and put it out there and of course everyone went well yeah the reason this doesn't exist already is because no one wants this no. whereas this you know starting from the Wazacraft pedals Wazacraft it looks like more they've gone see what's on eBay essentially and see like how much their pedals are going for what the demand is yeah, for the, yeah. the Vibrato and the other Wazacrafts um, with this they've gone ah Strymon are doing alright aren't they we should probably get in there and steal some of that business yeah. back to, to boss well yeah. I, th- I think effect pedals in, in general uh, general general over the last sort of decade have taken a shift from being sort of this like quirky thing that like uh, that long haired sort of prog guys will have like boards full of like to to being kind of like a premium thing yeah like premium players like you, your average your average wedding band now will have like we'll a, have a big sky yeah exactly yeah, yeah. it's become sort of a, a high-end thing but anyway yeah so boss have introduced to go along with the dd500 the rv500 and the md500 uh so the rv500 their answer to what's the Strymon equivalent 
the well, the I'm not sure. That, I'm not sure that's, how that, that's how they want to put it. But uh, we're independent. Yeah, we're yeah. independent. Well, we're, for sure. Yeah, the big sky. Yes, yeah. and um, the uh, Mobius is the. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so the so, modulation. Um, the other thing that's interesting, um, and I think kind of slipped under the radar, uh, which was announced at the same time, is the editor for all three including the DD500 you can now um, you can now the editors are all there and up and ready to go so which is great they've managed to do that before they put the MS3 editor out so I'm still sort of stuck (laughs) (laughs) flicking through this tiny screen but uh, I'm sure it'll come soon but yeah the RV500 which is 12 different reverbs 21 new algorithms and uh, I mean it's it's you know it's an all singing all dancing reverb isn't it it's going to do everything that everyone's wanted from a reverb Ages. and the MD500 which is obviously their answer to modulation have we got a list of what modulations are on there 28 algorithms wow there we go um, uh, I don't have a list in front of me you but, would imagine um, it would be the usual suspects yeah so it's got uh, authentic sonic recreations of vintage classics like the CE1 <laughs> I mean you could just buy a CE1 uh, the Roland <laughs> Dimension no, D the Roland Dimension D yeah well you can see there's that reissue isn't there no CH1, oh, yeah. which is C-E-5. the regular chorus and CE5. Yeah. Uh, the Roland Dimension D, which alone is worth it. One of the coolest pedals ever. 70s script phase, 80s tri-chorus, and numerous others. I love that Like the few that they've mentioned are all like £50 pedals. <laughs> well, not really, because they're going after the vintage stuff. Of course, of course. Um, but yeah, totally wicked. <laughs> An AB simulation mode. Well, the, the, the MD500 is just... I mean, I don't know, man. I still kind of like having separate mod pedals. Yeah, I mean, obviously that gives you a lot more variety, but these seem to be super high quality. It's all in one box. It's MIDI controllable. You know, it's kind of... Mounted jacks and all that. For all the reasons that people buy the DD500, this is just filling out the rest of your pedal board, basically. And I think it's safe to say that they're probably going to be... Unless they sound terrible, which from the demos doesn't sound like they do i think these are going to be uh, quite the hit yeah absolutely one last product from boss the we're, uh, we're not going to talk about it yeah some, some some tiny amp that no one cares about i'm sure matt's going to bang on about it on every podcast for the rest well of the he's not back so. for a couple of weeks so no. maybe we should talk about it briefly now whatever they've made a small amp that's for your table apparently it sounds better than other small amps for your table i love that you <laughs> i, I, I love that care. you hate this stuff i don't care about these who has this like who who buys these tiny amps? Well, I think plenty of people on our forum have what? already ordered them. What? Why? Why do, just use an ordinary amp in your house? Yeah, but some people that's some too people big. are conscientious about their neighbours. Turn it down yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah, but then amps sound I've, rubbish when you turn them down. No, my my AC10 sounds fine. At low that, no, it definitely doesn't. It sounds really broken. No, it doesn't sound broken anymore. <laughs> okay. I still I moved it and when I put it down it stopped making that weird noise <laughs> and it hasn't oh, sure. made that sounds, weird noise sounds, again sounds since. foolproof you're going to take that one out gigging are you no. <laughs> sure no bad things will happen no, I never fine. need to buy another no, gigging, gigging amp, amp again, again. Um, Jay Cross do you want to tell us about the new Ed Sheeran Martin signature guitar completely so this is the third Ed Sheeran it is Martin guitar um, oh god no no I'm not having this we can talk about this so the Patreon content for this week is we're going to discuss that article uh, the recent article the the slow death of the electric guitar okay so we'll get into the politics of Ed Sheeran um, when we cover that in the Patreon okay so for now let's talk about Ed Sheeran's guitar that's okay. just come out so um, I'm sure that once again this will be an extremely successful guitar that will be bought by loads of people who will be buying their first guitar, which is something that Joe Branton apparently isn't into, which is weird considering he's marketing manager for a guitar shop. Yeah. Um, you know, not wanting people to start learning guitar. Yeah, but that's, I guess we'll he talk about that. that later. He hates that. Anyway, um, it's great. I, I think that uh, Ed Sheeran is a really wonderful ambassador for this industry. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, sure, I'm probably not going to buy one of these but um it's it's great that they exist it is really it, is is there any difference with this model uh yeah the logo his... is blue instead of green oh. um, so is it still luminous uh no no it's a bit more it's a bit more of a subtle blue and it's got a, a division sign which i think might be his new that's the album uh logo right I believe. fine so it's got that on the on the, the so headstock it's not multiplying anymore no 
No, no, no. Was the other one the? I thought you think it was an X. Oh, I think you might be right, actually. Yeah. yeah no, the original one was, was like a plus. plus. Oh right. Then there might have been an X. Isn't and the new album called like Divided or Divide? I think, which is I why guess it's maybe that, that might that would make sense. But anyway, original. so so um, it's it's got that. It's um, a fairly standard um, the, spec. So Rose were back inside, Sitka Spruce top. It's got Fishman pickup in there, um, but. All of his royalties from this guitar are going to the East Anglia Children's Hospital. Oh, there we go. But again, I, Joe Brandon's not into that. Don't, 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 don't ask wait, Joe Brandon for a quote. I'm on not this. into it. No. So he, I, he, don't, I just don't. He think hates charity. Yeah. He hates children, and, I and hate he hates East Ed Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of those is okay. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm glad that this is carrying on. Um, I think this will be. I'm sure this will be hugely successful. Yeah. Um, as an aside, uh, Ed Sheeran played Glastonbury this week, and I got I got totally duped into a clickbait article about um, Ed Sheeran at Glastonbury that said something like, um, "You'll never believe Ed Sheeran's rider requests for Glastonbury." It made it sound really outrageous and over the top. Drugs. And the article the, the prefixed it by saying, Brown oh, for, mo- "For most people, playing Glastonbury is a once-in-a-lifetime experience." You know. Uh, some people have, in the past people have asked for doves and some people have asked for hot tubs Ed Sheeran's contained a six pack of Diet Coke a six pack of regular Coke a six pack of Fanta and a six pack of Sprite that was his rider request He's that good. is a lot of sugar <laughs> like that is a huge I mean, amount like of sugar he probably plays like a two hour set or something by himself you know he needs all that. He needs. Yeah. All oh, there, sorry, there, that wasn't it. There was also a bottle of Robinson squash <laughs> and some manuka honey. Those are the uh, the other bits on there. He's goodness knows what he's running on, but I'm, you know, I'm into it. I'm into it. No booze, just a good old Ugh. boy. So, but yeah, there we go. So, um, yeah, cool. Good on him. Good on him. New Ed Sheeran model. Uh, I'm sure will be snapped up by Ed Sheeran fans and collectors. The, so the first one. Um, which came out, I think, in 2013. They're just, just to clarify, they're just Martin LX ones, aren't they? Yeah, I, I, as far as I'm aware, yeah. I mean, it might be a slightly different pickup, but it's basically a Martin LX one. So it's a small body. It's great, but the first one that came out, my word, I'd never seen a furore around a new product. You know, you think people get excited when Boss drop a new um, expression pedal or a new delay pedal. The 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 absolute stampede of parents that we uh, that we got in the shop when the uh, when the LX1E was announced was yeah. just absolutely ridiculous there was there was like a, a nine month wait on them or something they got delayed and got delayed so hopefully they've got it sorted this time hopefully they've learned their lesson well, this time around Joe Branton see can you tell me about the new Reverend Guitars Matt West signature model oh, yeah I can actually yeah uh, it's pretty good <laughs> good, good. <laughs> right, right. You, we, you're we, a little bit out of this, aren't you? You've, you're a little bit out of the swing no, of this. No, no, no. It's fine. I don't like Reverend guitars, but I've been given this. You're, uh, you're this an idiot. This is an uh, okay. incredible looking guitar. It's a good looking guitar. Yeah. Um, if you're not really into guitars at all, then no, I think Reverend. Uh, I'm not uh, having this. No, no. I'm not having this because, firstly, <laughs> no, Reverend great. guitars are great. They are great. They're really well made guitars this is cool it's cool so uh following reverend's <laughs> kind of more standard shape that kind of offset um jaguar-esque shape but it you know ha- they, they have that kind of jagged sort of italian 70s thing to yep. them a little bit don't they um that's sort of the body shape that they're going for for this guitar single p90 in the bridge of course best. that is what's cool about yeah. this guitar that is great uh maple neck with a reverse sort of strat style headstock well the reverend version of that of that headstock um but love like the reverse headstock looks great maple neck super cool um available in like butterscotch or uh black the black might be matte as well i'm, I, I'm not sure um and torque guards on both only thing i'm not that into is there is a it is a trem and and you guys were telling me that this fellow is in a pop punk band. He's in Neck, Neck deep, deep, I believe. Which is it, they are pop punk. They're they? yeah, a British pop punk band right. from East Anglia, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, worst, Joe Brand hates this place. already. I th- actually, this. no, they, I don't think they are from East Anglia. Right. But um, but still, trem is such a weird thing for pop punk. That's like actually the last thing I would think you need yeah. on a um, on one of on. It's, on it a seems guitar. especially strange 
being on a guitar with a single P90, you know, yeah. which seems to me as if this looks like the ultimate rhythm guitarist's guitar, yeah, except and for the trem. The trem. It, yeah, which is a re- still, it's a really weird Wilkinson if, trem as well. Yeah, it is a really unusual looking unit, but if it just had a hardtail, I think they'd sell buckets loads yeah. of these, but I'm, it does make it very, very specific. I'm tempted to get one of these. They have made it cool by um, by adding pinlock tuners, yep. which I think are, are an essential by today's standards. For like, You see them on loads of guitars where people down-tune a lot, and I think it really makes a massive difference. They're yep. pi- uh, pinlock tuners, if you don't know listeners, are the small locking addition to the back of a, uh, a headstock tuner, and I think they make the world of difference. Um, super cool comes with um reverend standard bass contour control that additional uh sort of passive bass roll off that they have which is pretty cool karina body which is, is quite it? unusual yeah mm. which i'm quite into that's a, that's pretty swag and um and of course uh after my own namesake a bonite nut <laughs> 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 amazing uh, yeah whatever i don't know why that's a feature people but. have heard now that the bow uh bow bow rules and they're now adding bonite God damn. have you got bonitis <laughs> God damn. Um, yeah so um so yeah really cool dead simple punk rock guitar this except is, for the trem but this totally, totally appeals cool. to me though so things are like single p90s in the bridge excellent maple boards excellent which is something you never find with p90s reverse headstock love that love the body shape I'm not so into the trem, but I can live with that. I can live with that. That's fine. Those Wilkinson trems are really good. I'm kind of tempted to get this. This is great. They are. It, Which colour? Just look great. Oh, the butterscotch, hundred percent. The, the only black thing, one. the only thing that I'm not really into with the, uh, the with either of them. Actually. Tortoise shell scratch plate. Well, there is that, but you know, I can kind of take it I or like leave the it. Tortoise shell. The I'm not really into the reverse um, pickup cup. So the black pickup being on the butterscotch and the butterscotch being on the black. I think if they'd gone like black on black that would have been very cool oh, okay. oh no I'm into both I'd like it exactly that way around okay. I don't yeah, think pickup should be the same colour as the body that looks well, weird yeah maybe yeah maybe no the uh, the cream pickup on the black body looks yeah, fantastic looks, looks super swag I'm not, uh, yeah I'm not into the tour guard at all well it's, it's didn't um, think you would be it is definitely a cool guitar Reverend again sort of hitting it out of the park and showing they are really um, a company that are making cracking guitars at reasonable prices they remind me so much of like just the because they're producing vintage-esque stuff at, with modern twists that's really high quality that seems to me to be exactly the same thing that music man have really started focusing yeah. on. yeah the difference music man guitars cost two grand yeah i yeah. know that there's a reason for that and don't get me wrong i know that i appreciate handmade american guitars are very different from uh, these chinese built they reckon? are korean yeah. built korean built um but Nonetheless, I think I, I wish Reverend did a guitar that I like the look of because I love everything about. I'm so tempted to get either yeah. one of these or the Tele style guitar they do, which I've completely the forgotten. The Buckshot. The Buckshot. Oh, even the name so is good. Good. Yeah, so totally good. Cool. I, I'm not into the this bass control. Like, you oh know, no, it's great. No, no one has any problem with tone shaping on guitars. Like, that's not a problem you need to fix. You just hate tone controls. Oh. You just hate them in general. I'm. I think this year will be the year that I buy a Reverend guitar. That would be. I really, really want to buy. Well, one. I hope you do. Good. And maybe I will, Joe Branton, <laughs> just to spite you. Do you know what's? Do you know what else is cool in the guitar world? The TC Electronic Flashback Two Delay. Jay Cross, oh, tell me about it. I wasn't going to say that. Oh, oh I thought, thought no, that's what you were. Yeah, you it wasn't. It wasn't a segue. It was a guitar thing. Uh, so it was a tangent. You know, I, I was. I was obviously. I was off work because I was in the studio. I came back into work to see what like stuff was new at work what things had had a look at the little list of things that had been bought in and i came across 81 steinberger no guitars. i'm out i'm out 81 steinberger what yeah yeah i think I th- are you allowed to talk oh, about this yeah Wait, yeah so i thought you meant here. you'd bought in a 1981 steinberger no, no. guitar we bought in 81 <laughs> Steinberger guitars, eighty-one. Are you sure these aren't embargoed? Across, no, no, they're not embargoed because they're they're like existing models. I think we've got they're ludicrous prices. I'm not, I'm not using this podcast to what this. cheap? Yeah, 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 exactly, super cheap. But they're like Where six they models. Have, have, have I know Gibson just found them under what? the stairs. I don't, or something. yeah, I don't know. It was so random. I was like, what? Why? Why have we got all of these? And it was like, oh, because they were a great price. It was like it's like six different models. 
but 81 in are there any of the, the um oh, zt3 the oh. one with the trans trim there were some with trims on them. Those are because the, the trans trim was the one that the model that it's you the could, really bonkers one. It's the one where you could um, you dip the or you you apply pressure to the tremolo arm and then right. you can lock it in place right. so you can quickly change key by. <laughs> do you not remember <laughs> no, this? That's, it's that's so nuts. Nice. That's what the trans does: transposing oh, the right. yeah, oh, So you can it, you can go either way, forward or back, and I, there was it was a, a nuts. Um, it's like, like number of tones that you could go up or down. It was by. like two tones either way. Something I think like it was that? more than that. No, it wasn't. It you was, couldn't do that. It on was that bonkers. Yeah, but it, it was. It was proper like and then you lock it in, and then all of a sudden it's I love there. it. I love it. That's amazing. I need but to. You I'm need, gonna have to do a video on one. I'm gonna have to find but one. You yeah. can only use strings specifically for that guitar. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, complete nightmare. Yeah, double ball end. Uh, but um, yeah. <laughs> I think we should uh, move on. Listeners, if you haven't seen a Steinberg or if you are unfamiliar with the brand, please Google it. You, it it'll be good. Jay Cross, tell me about the TC Electronic Flashback 2 delay at the second pedal in two weeks, I um, think. Yeah, so follow, TC Electronic. following on from the um, the, the, new li- the new line of um, TC pedals, the new generation, I guess, after seeing the Hall of Fame 2 uh, a few weeks back and then... Uh, actually, this is uh, this is the second one with this mash control. It is. So I'm I'm still um, I haven't seen one of these in real life yet, or the or the Hall of Fame too. So I'm really interested to see how the mash control works. But flashback to again, just a very similar um, update to like we got with the uh, the Hall of Fame too. Um, a couple of extra um, delay sounds in there, uh, a crystal delay, which is a I don't know, like a really is that, shimmery, is that shimmery, be shimmery. It's the shimmer yeah. delay. They've got that on there. And they've, there's now three tone print options on this as opposed to just the one. That's cool. Um, but yeah, the big thing about it is it's got the mash control. And I tell you, the video that TC put out for this is fantastic. It looks and sounds absolutely wonderful. The mash control, I think, will probably take some getting used to. I'm really interested to see how it works because it's a pressure-sensitive foot switch that are, that will do different things depending on what delay you're on. So they say that when you're on the 2290, which is the old, uh, you know, the traditional TC, uh, the heritage delay, I guess, it acts as a hold function. Um, when you're using um, an analog uh, sound, it will oscillate the tape. Oh, that's um, great. So there's all sorts of different wow, things that it will do. this sounds Banging. It was really cool, and it's pressure sensitive. So you put your foot on it, and the harder you um, you hold down on it, the more it will control that sound. So the oscillation will be will go really crazy if you really. But my concern is it's all done from the same foot switch. If you misjudge your pressure, you, you might, might just turn it off. I assume they've done lots of testing with that well, though, to yeah, find for the sure, right but pressure. I, I'm, it's all well, just on a we, single yeah. soft switch. Imagine if you just like step on it, expecting to like just turn it. No, to like do your grand oscillation at the yeah, end of the song and then turn, just it, turn it, off. it off. That <laughs> is kind of the weird thing with this. I'm like, I appreciate them obviously wanting to fit them into the same yeah chassis, into the same chassis but, yeah. But the, it's and it's a great idea. This oh, is a great idea. But if they'd just made it a double foot switch, I'd be like, "This is a great idea. I want to get one." Yeah. But now I'm kind of like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to actually check." If I mean, I, 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 it, they've got the the chassis, you know, because we've seen the chassis, chassis. the chassis, the the two button chassis that we've seen it's with like the dittos, chassis. the ditto X two, and so I wouldn't be surprised if they did a two button version of this, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm into it. They they also announced today a sub and up mini. Oh no! Know, this what? A couple of days ago? No, I think it was. <laughs> do you like what? the sub and up? Is that well? No, but name name. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I do. I do. No, but <laughs> the sub and up. The sub and up is is a micropog. The micropog is the best octave pedal you can get. And yeah, the problem yeah. with the micropog is it's relatively sizable. Yeah. So yeah, they just released a sub and up mini. Oh yes. Um, which is uh, I've not seen a huge amount of info on it. It's only got three knobs rather than the four. So you've only got right. um controls for dry, uh, the dry high signal, and high and low, rather than high, low, dry, and low two, um, which is what you've got on the the normal sub and up. And it's fully tone print 
Um, so you can apparently they've got a number of different. Um, so you've got polyphonic and monophonic, oh, uh, which you can switch cool. between. So right. okay. yeah, again, sounds cool. It just seems my only concern with TC is it doesn't seem to be. The, the, the products are sort of all over the place. They are now, yeah, because it used to be a real, like, coherent range. Completely. And now it's like, well, they've got the cheap stuff, and then they've got some, like, new... Some upgrades. Of, of the um, uh, Tone Print series. Yeah. And then they've got, like, some mini pedals. Well, the minis appear to be... That, that appears to be an ongoing um, series that they yeah. just release every now and again, you know, because we saw the hypergravity and we saw the... Yeah. Um, uh, mimic doubler and then, then they've done all of the other small ones and then there's the the second generation pedals and then there's also the new pedals like the um the tremolo from uh last uh not the, yeah the tremolo from last week the surfy one oh yeah yeah uh, which is back into the tone print series yeah, yeah completely so th- it's just there's stuff happening all over the shop yeah it seems God, really releasing weird. a lot of pedals as well i'd forgotten about the trem yeah, that was only last week. Yeah, and then the week before that was the uh, Hall of Fame w- two. two. Yeah. So it's four pedals, at least four pedals in three weeks. Yeah, wow. Okay. So, um, and we're not even at NAM yet. I know. Not you know, even that, at Summer NAM. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, Summer NAM is only, where are we? Three weeks away? Summer NAM. Sorry. <laughs> what? What was that? Saying. Do that again? Summer NAM. <laughs> so weird. So, so um,. But yes, yeah, so have you? I don't know. Are these have the Hall of Fame twos hit the market yet? Do you know? I have don't you got them in know. stock? I don't think so. Okay, because I haven't been asked to promote them. Okay, yeah. I'm but just. It's also I'm, equally likely that I missed the email. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sound, I'm, sounds I'm just, more likely, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm really interested to try this mash function. Um, yeah. Because the the video re- and don't get me wrong, I'm not uh, of the sort of quality that uh, of a guitar player that they use uh, on the. Uh, the TC demo videos um, but it looks fantastic it sounds really cool so yeah I'm into it I, I'm looking forward to hearing it cool cool with that do you know what we're up at time no time for questions this week so much Goodness going me. on holy moly return of Bo Banton hey. and loads of new boss stuff just so much crammed into uh, into one episode so we are going to wrap this up but we are also going to head over to our Patreon episode Patreon we're, we're going to talk about an, an article that we came out oh, do we have are we going to set some, some homework some reading we are some prior reading so perhaps before you listen to the Patreon episode go and check out and I forget where Washington it was Post. Washington, Washington Post the Washington Post the slow death of the electric guitar um, worst article ever do go and read that we're going to discuss that on the this week's patreon episode patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds we're from as little as one dollar a month you can support the guitar nerds pod- podcast one dollar <laughs> a month gets you access to the regular episode ad free and early five dollars a month gets you an extra you half an- yeah yeah you get it early you usually get it the night before the regular one goes out um, which means you have it for work the next day whereas the other one goes up at nine o'clock so if you have you will have missed the commute on that day so ah. patreon.com forward slash guitar get it for your commute um five dollars a month gets you access to uh the regular episode ad free and early plus you get the extra half an hour plus you get access to the entire back catalogue um, including the mini series Joe Branton's Rant on the upcoming series Gear of Yesteryear plus I think we Patreon just announced a whole new load of features they're not out just yet they're kind of testing stuff but I think we're going to do some more stuff for that tier there's access to like exclusive live streams oh I didn't know about this yeah there's loads of new stuff we need to talk about this and make some plans but okay. yeah um, I think when we do it that'll be on the $5 maybe like you can have your own forum and stuff like that at $5 and, and we, we'll work something out but um, so lots of good stuff at the $5 tier do check that out for $10 you get your name read out on the regular episode every week like you this can do it. Oh, how have you guys been doing this? I've been doing the themes. All I've right. been doing the beats, and Jay's been doing the better rhymes. Oh, that's nice. How doing... was it, Jay? Oh, it was good. It's fine. Yeah, it was. It was good. When you say Colin Anderson's name, though, say Colin and then give it a break, and then say Colin Anderson. Okay. I, okay. I kind of like Colin, it. it. Colin Anderson. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really nice sounding name. I hadn't really thought about it before. Okay. 
Derek Rich, Chris Connors, Andy Joyce, Steve Michael Blair, Tom Scarlett, Andrew, Andrew Michael, Mark Ross, J.D. Short, Andy McKenzie, Brad Pitt, Paul Corrigan, Jack Godfrey, Will Clare, Scott O'Brien, Matt Quine, Phil I don't know what that music was. It you were looking at me as if I was supposed it, to know. It was the Degener X, the Degeneration X theme tune. Oh. Break it down. That one. Okay. If you can also follow this madness over on Twitter and Instagram at Guitar Nerds. You can go and follow us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Guitar Nerds videos. Um, Joe Branton and I will be going to Milan. Uh, Are we going to Milan? In, in a couple of days to go to a very exclusive Yamaha event. We'll be putting some footage from that up oh, over on the YouTube channel. Um, Joe representing uh, GAC. Me representing you guys, the listener. Speaking I'll- speaking of Yamaha, just very briefly, and you know, not that I'm here to. Uh, well, actually, I do appear to be here to put money in the pockets of our competition. Uh, but did you see the rig rundown by Premier Guitar of well, Billy Sheen and uh, I don't watch that trash. Gilbo, yeah. Paul Gilbo. Yeah, I, I did. I saw Billy, part of Billy Sheen's one because. Yamaha uploaded it, but yeah. they only showed his new bass. Right, okay. and I only care about his rig now. His new Hartley rig <laughs> looks absolutely crazy. He's upped it to four LH one thousand heads. That's four thousand. No need. <laughs> no need. The, is the the start of the um, the start of the video is worth watching because it's uh, Paul Gilbert showing off. Um, he's got a. I, I don't know if he uses this live. I assume he does, which is why he's showing it. He's got a uh, a guitar that only has three strings on it. And all of them are tuned to E. Of course, that's what um, we need. And it's it's e, on E's its, are good. It's on its own stand. Like the guitar is attached to a guitar. So he stand. just sort of strums it. And it, no, no, no. He can just throw his other guitar behind his back and just go over and just start playing this one when he needs to. Uh, it's nice. very weird. It sounded great though. I'm sure we'll put some pictures from that in the Facebook group. Facebook.com forward slash. What if he's there, Joe? Groups. I f- believe he is. Forward slash guitar nerds forum. We will see you. Next week. Bye. Farewell. Cheers, gang. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.